Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. Presentation skills for managers. Second edition by Kerry Garbus. Fully updated with revised principles and strategies. Convey your key points. Improve your delivery style. Create effective visual aids. Introduction. I'm standing in the wings of my high school theater, the Baltimore School for the Arts, a ballroom that once was part of an old hotel in Maryland. The stage looks like black ice and I'm afraid I'm going to slip. I hear the audience talking. It's a packed house. My cast mates are fussing around me. Men are wearing puffy pirate shirts and women with nearly identical flowing curly hair are wearing long black skirts. I hear the orchestra warming up and the tap, tap, tap of the conductor's baton on his uh, music stand. The overture is about to begin. The overture is about to begin. I start to panic. My heart pounds. I can barely breathe. My vision gets cloudy, and I'm pretty sure I'm dying. I think my feet are stuck. I have to go on stage right now, but I'm only wearing my bathrobe, not my costume. Worst of all, I don't know my lines or even what show I'm doing. My high school uh, theater teacher pushes me hard on the back and I stumble onto the stage. That's the last thing I remember. Good thing this is just me having another actor's nightmare. Why consider the actor's perspective? Ask any actors about their classic actor's nightmare and they probably will share some similar themes. It somehow involves a lack of preparation. At our core, actors are masters of preparation. Even on the improv stage, Even on the improv stage, when the act is spontaneous, the actors are still prepared. Preparation is what we learn first and foremost in our training. It's so important that in my undergraduate studies, I received a BFA in theater from Syracuse uh, University. 
We weren't permitted to perform in any shows during our first year. We were there to concentrate on learning the fundamentals of our craft and eliminate any bad habits. If one of the biggest reasons presenters feel nervous is a lack of preparation, then we better to learn from uh, than masters of it. If one of the biggest reasons presenters feel nervous is a lack of preparation, then who better to learn from than masters of it, actors. Actors know how to prepare. They also know how to execute. This is why you should consider this book as your go-to resource for presentation skills. From my many years on the stage as an actor and my years on stage as a professional speaker, I have put together the most important pieces to help you become a more engaging, confident presenter. Technologically speaking, anytime I talk about something shown on the screen, I refer to it as a visual. From my experience working in hundreds of different companies from global conglomerates to startups, I've learned that each one of them has its own culture and standards when it comes to the aesthetics of their visuals. If I were to offer any guidelines or advice for your visuals, the results would be futile. I would say this with confidence about visuals, less is more. In my vast, in my vast experience, in my vast experience, no one has ever said, I wish they had more visuals or I wish there had been more words or bullets or pictures on the slides. Remember, your visuals are there to enhance your presentation. They are not the star of the presentation. You are. This book will offer you many techniques for presenting with visuals, but I leave the content of those visuals up to you. This is a book and a workbook. You'll find loads of useful tools in this book. A blueprint to help you organize your content. A list of questions for better storytelling. And a worksheet for what I call audience analysis. Just to name a few. For any interactive piece of content presented in a chapter, there is a fillable for any interactive piece of content presented in a chapter, there is a fillable blank template of the same piece in the appendix. If they work for you, I encourage you to make copies and use them again and again. This book will help you with all aspects of presentation preparation, the essentials of presentation skills, content creation, and of course, delivery techniques derived directly from the theater. All of these will help you really step up your game when preparing and presenting. You're the chef. You're the chef. One of my favorite things to do when not teaching, speaking, or acting is to cook. I own lots of cookbooks from all different eras and 
culinary styles from different from all different eras and culinary styles i can't seem to read enough about flavor combinations and techniques used by professionals but i don't always follow the recipes to the letter sometimes i combine two or more recipes sometimes i'll read a few recipes just for inspiration and make up my own thing when i'm standing over my ingredients my hope is that you'll use this book in the same way try some of the techniques that are introduced in the chapters that follow and decide which taste the best explore which of the tools work for you ultimately the dish ultimately the dish your the presentation you create will fit your taste and style perfectly ultimately the dish the disher presentation you create will fit your taste and style perfectly the great chef julia child articulated the connection between cooking and acting beautifully when she said drama is very important in life you have to come on with a bang you never want to go out with a whimper you never want to go out with a whimper everything can have a drama if it's done right even a pancake we won't spend any more time talking about cooking after this but i do want to leave you with that image trying different approaches and finding what you like best acting is very personal presenting is too this book is yours use it as it works best for you special features titles in the briefcase book series titles in the briefcase book series are designed to give you practical information written in a friendly person to person style the chapters deal with tactical issues and include lots of examples they also feature numerous sidebars that give you different types of specific information here is a description of the sidebars you will find in this book every subject has some jargon including the field of presenting the key term sidebars provide definitions of terms and concepts as they are introduced smart managing the smart managing sidebars do just what their name suggests give you tips to manage the strategies and tactics described in this book give you tips to manage the strategies and tactics described in this book tricks of the trade sidebars tricks of the trade sidebars give you insider how to hints on techniques speakers can use to execute the techniques described in this book it's always useful to have examples that show how the principles in the book are applied the for example sidebars 
provide illustrations using the ideas included in this book. Caution sidebars warn you where things could go wrong when planning and delivering your presentations. How can you make sure you won't make a mistake when implementing, implementing the techniques this book describes? You can't, with the mistake-proofing sidebars, give you practical advice on how to minimize the risk of this happening. The tools sidebars provide things to use for implementing the techniques and ideas described in the book effectively. Presentation skills for managers. Let's go to chapter one. Chapter one, the rehearsal process. I hope that you'll read this whole book and that you find numerous ideas and techniques that you can apply to your own presentations. But if you were to read only one chapter, and I'm not advocating that, this is the one to read. The reason is that nearly everything I have to offer you incorporates what I'm going to explain in the next few pages. This chapter is about the rehearsal process, the method every actor uses in some way and has done since theater began. The rehearsal process is the bridge between good material and a great presentation. It is the link between the purely academic and the experiential. It gets your content out of your notes and into your body. Presentations don't happen on this on the page. Presentations don't happen on the page. They happen on a stage. The material in this book is relatively easy to understand uh, intellectually. You can read all of it, put it down and say, good, I got it. But leaving it there isn't going to work in any way toward making you a better presenter. Simply understanding what I am saying isn't the point. You've got to find a way to apply it. The solution is to use the rehearsal process. Actors spend years finding what works for them individually, but the essence of the process remains the same. The idea behind the rehearsal process is that you become so familiar with your material and the challenges posed by presenting it that no matter what is thrown at you, you can still deliver in a professional way. Rehearsal process, the three-step technique actors have used through, uh, throughout time to prepare for production. Key term, rehearsal process, the three-step technique actors have used throughout time to prepare for a production from uh, Sophocles to Shakespeare, from Sophocles or Sophocles to Shakespeare to Sondheim or Sondheim, the process holds. This process is also where you take the time to work on the fundamentals, the feet, the hands, the face, your vocal challenges, stage movement, and the rest. This process is also where you take the time to work on the fundamentals, the feet, the hands, the face, your vocal challenges, stage movement, and the rest. It's where you find out what works and what doesn't. In this regard, the rehearsal process actually influences content. 
Once you begin to lift your information off the page, once you begin to lift your information off the page, it becomes clear uh, very quickly what makes sense and what doesn't, what has impact and what's repetitive. Finding this out in the safety of rehearsal is much better than finding it out in front of an audience on the day of your presentation. Uh, this technique has, has three steps, talk through, walk through, and dress rehearsal. Talk through, talk through, walk through, and dress rehearsal. I encourage you to do each step more than once. Repetition of this process will help make all of your presentation choices second nature by building them into your uh, muscle memory. This is an overview. I want you to get a feel for how the process works on a very high level. There are a lot of specifics that you can work on in each step of the rehearsal process. They're all covered in subsequent chapters. For now, get your mind used to thinking in these three steps. Muscle memory, the result of the conscious repetition of a physical action, the result of the conscious repetition of a physical action transferred into subconscious proficiency. Muscle memory, the result of the conscious repetition of a physical action transferred into subconscious proficiency. If you do something over and over again, eventually you'll do it automatically and not have to think about it. The talk through. On the first day of rehearsal for any play, the actors sit down with the director and simply read the entire play out loud. They just say all of the words and the playwright wrote. Uh, on the first day of rehearsal for any play, the actors sit down with the director and simply read the entire play out loud. They just say all of the words the playwright wrote Afterward, they discuss, ask questions, and start the process of reading it again. This talking through of the play may occur multiple times before the actors ever get on their feet. The first step of your rehearsal process is to simply talk through your presentation. Saying your content out loud helps you know what you actually mean. It gets you used to saying the words that will become your presentation. Your content doesn't have to be a finished product at this point. It can simply be a collection of notes. Two ways to talk through. When it comes to this first step, you can either, one, talk it out independently, you can certainly have a talk through on your own. However, if you do, you've got to be diligent about not letting yourself off the hook. <coughs> it must be out loud and 
at a good volume using your phone or other device to record and play back what you said helps keep the talk through from reverting to a silent read through again one talk it out independently you can certainly have a talk through on your own however if you do you've got to be diligent about not letting yourself off the hook it must be out loud and at a good volume using your phone or other device to record and play back what you said helps keep the talk through from reverting to a silent read through two or you can find a friend or colleague to sit down with and listen you're not so much looking for critique at this point but help in shaping what you have so far it's useful to find someone who isn't familiar as familiar with the material as you are so that you get an idea of what your presentation will sound like to people not as well versed in it you and your partner should both take notes to continue shaping your presentation once you've talked through your presentation you may benefit from another talk through or two or three before you get on your feet once you've talked through your presentation you may benefit uh, from another talk through or two or three before you get on your feet this isn't about memorizing anything but simply hearing it for the first time and getting a feel for what needs uh, work you may find that you need more content here and less there maybe you have too much content to fit the time you've been given this is not uncommon all this and more you can discover in your talk through the walk through the second part of the rehearsal process is when you begin to put the material on its feet the second part of the rehearsal process is when you begin to put the material on its feet this is when you stand up and start to experiment with movement and gestures armed with the knowledge from your talk through you can now start to discover discover the physical shape of your presentation where might you move where might you move why should you do so how can you use movement to highlight your ideas this is an opportunity to make some big choices you also have the luxury of finding out which movements work and which ones don't without any witnesses you can work out all of your physical discomfort with the presenting you can work out all of your physical discomfort with the presenting where do my hands go by yourself you can work out all of your physical discomfort with the presenting by yourself at this point your voice and articulators at this point your voice and articulators I'll talk more uh, about them later will have found their way around your content and you can let your body get comfortable with 
bold movement that supports your message. I'll cover the night. I'll cover the nitty-gritty of stage movement. I'll cover the nitty-gritty of stage movement, gestures and more later in the book for now. Uh, just now it's important at this step in the process to get moving. Dress rehearsal. Dress rehearsal. The third step is the opportunity to give your presentation exactly as you will on the day only without an audience. The point is to use everything you've learned in the talk through and walk through with the addition of all of the technical elements and the clothes you plan on wearing. Get to the stage. Smart managing, get to the stage. If possible, for your dress rehearsal, get into the space in which you will actually present. As a manager, encourage your team to do the same. Get everyone used to the idea of seeing dress rehearsal time blocked out on conference room schedules, etc. Make yourself available when you can for team rehearsals and give your team the opportunity to show up to yours. When a presentation skills are a subject of a group discussion, you can see them improve across the board. The ultimate goal of your dress rehearsal is to remove as many unknowns from your presentation as you possibly can. Really commit to doing this as you will in your final presentation. Really commit to doing this as you will in your final presentation. As with every point of the rehearsal process, this step doesn't have to be one and done. It certainly can be if all you've got is one evening. It certainly can be if all you've got is one evening. However, you're welcome to have as many dress rehearsals as you have time for. If your first one gives you some good ideas as to what you could change and you want to go back and give yourself another dress rehearsal, do it. It can't hurt. The rehearsal process in you. By taking the time to do the talk through, walk through, and address rehearsal, you're ensuring that you've done everything you can to eliminate the unnecessary, to build on the good, and to make sure your fundamentals are working for you. You've gotten your presentation into your body so that you don't have to think about every element of it while uh, you're presenting. You've gotten your presentation into your body so that you don't have to think about every element of it while you're presenting. As you continue to use it, I'm sure you'll uncover some of the other benefits of the rehearsal process as well. It's a great method for combating stage fright, for one thing. There is something else important about the rehearsal process that I'll remind you of again and again throughout this book. The rehearsal, the rehearsal process the rehearsal process is time flexible. So often I hear people complain that they simply don't have the time or don't want to make it to practice their presentations. This is simply untrue. Whether you've got two days, two weeks, or two months, you can adjust this process time-wise to work for you. Each rehearsal doesn't have to take hours and hours, but it can if you have the time. 
on an extremely brief schedule, even giving each step a matter of minutes can make the difference. On an extremely brief schedule, even giving each step a matter of minutes can make the difference. That said, if you really want to improve, if you really want to present like a pro, you've got to put the time in. If you've got time to really go in depth with the rehearsal, with the rehearsal process, you absolutely should. Use it to your advantage. This is what makes the difference between average and outstanding presentations. Don't quit your day job. One summer I worked at the uh, Weather Vane Theater in Whitefield in New Hampshire. The theater presented its season of shows in repertoire meaning every night, every week, the theater presented a different show, uh, a different show. This was a great for the family whose vacation in the White Mountains only spanned a week. This was a great for the family whose vacation in the White Mountains only spanned a week. It was pretty tough on the actors who were rehearsing one or possibly two shows during the day and performing another one at night. The only way I got through the summer was by executing a well-organized rehearsal process. My point is, if I can take the time to rehearse and do my presentation work while performing another show or two, I know you can make time, even if it's just a few minutes per day. Can you rehearse too much? Can you rehearse too much? A lot of time dedicated to rehearsal to some people means their delivery will be inauthentic or boring. But rehearsal is not just mindless repetition or memorization of canned movements and vocal choices. It's about experimenting to find what works best. If you rehearse by saying the same things over and over again, and doing the same things over and over again, then yes, you can rehearse too much. If you rehearse in a smart way that helps you improve with each talk through, walk through, or dress rehearsal, then you can never be over rehearsed. I'm not asking you to become an actor. However, I'm asking you to think like one. No actor I know would dream of taking the stage in a play uh, without some kind of rehearsal. To be a masterful presenter, neither should you. Manager's checklist for chapter one. Em- embrace the rehearsal process. The talk through, remember to say your presentation out loud. Your presentation content doesn't have to be completely finalized. Get used to saying the words and discovering what content works and what doesn't, what doesn't. The talk through, uh, sorry, the walk through, talk through your presentation on your feet. Experiment with the stage movement gestures and more. Start to build muscle memory. Dress rehearsal. The only thing absent from this rehearsal is the audience. Use all of your visuals, your wardrobe, everything. 
invite colleagues if possible for an extra outside opinion. Remember, the, rehears the rehearsal process is time flexible. You can make it work for you. Don't fret, don't fret about over-rehearsing. Rehearse smart to keep things fresh. Rehearse smart to keep things fresh. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. That's the end of chapter one in the book titled Presentation Skills for Managers. This is Dr. Khalid Ibrahim Dosri reading this beautiful uh, book. That's the end of chapter one. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah.